everybody, it's time to LOL. Listen out loud, that is. It's time for Anime Jam Session with DJ Ranma S, Mako-chan, and Ari Rockefeller. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Anime Jam Session, episode number 497. We are that podcast that talks about anime, games, conventions, the fandom, geek stuff, and everything in between. I'm DJ Ranma S. I'm Ari Rockefeller. I am Mako-chan. And I am Koi. Just for fair warning, before we continue tonight's show, um, if you have any electronic devices, keep them as far away from your computer right now. Make sure your warranties <laughs> and everything are up to date, because if anything is damaged, we are not responsible, and we're also sorry. Which is part of the reason why we kind of started late, and I'll get into that in just a bit. But anywho, how is everybody doing tonight? Eh. Just eh? It has been good for me. <laughs> Today was a surprising day. Oh, okay. I'm going to break my computer, it's fine. Oh, God <laughs> damn it, stop doing that. Get into something and it won't let me. Um, I had an okay day up until stupid people asked a lot of stupid questions and then yeah, uh huh. Mm -hmm. See, I am suddenly reminded of that one episode of South Park. Um, the, the teacher goes, "There's no such thing as stupid questions, just stupid people." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And for those of you who don't understand what we mean by that, go ask one of your relatives about. About, about tech support or go work in retail for one shift family tech support Ugh. look my grandparents have Fios Fios TV and Fios internet nobody in that house has a computer phones yes but computers not so much gonna kill this thing I, 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 whatever all I know is it ain't my money I'm not paying for it so, anywho, we are live today, week of May 4th, 2021, and May the 4th be with you. And also with you. There you go. I'm going to break it. Oh, Lord, please don't. But before things get broken, just want to let you know, we're here live every Tuesday from 9.30 to 11 here, Eastern Standard Time, here every week at Twitch TV slash Anime Jam Session. And don't forget, we're part of the Voice of Geeks Network. You can find them at vognetwork.com, and they stream on Sundays um, at Twitch TV slash vognetwork with some show, some special stuff throughout the week. So stay tuned to vognetwork.com for more details. And we have a Discord. So head on over to vognetwork.com slash discord where every show that's a part of the Voice of Geeks Network has their own channel. Hang out, come through, and have a good time. And as Beery says, but the proper response now is, and with your spirit. Oh, I didn't know that. And we don't have a lurk command yet, but um, I think I have an idea for one, so we may end up creating that for next, sorry, next week's show. Anywho... We're going to go around the room, ask everyone, how was your week? How was your day? And Ari, how was your week? How was your day? Uh, you know, I'm still on Drink a some water. engine reserve from work, so it's pretty boring. Um, today, I... I hate it when it does that. So, uh, anyway. 
<clears throat> oh, I lost my train of thought. Uh, what happened was, when I was, uh, like, earlier this morning, I got to... I, I had... It, I don't know, I can't. It's okay. Words are hard. It's okay. It's It's been a long week for me. I'm trying to say I, I finally got the uh, follow-up with the cardiologist that I, I had, you know, get the uh, CT scan done. And... He said that, uh, from what he saw, there's nothing really, nothing really to worry about. Everything's fine, but it could be something else, like, uh, something gastro, uh, like, with the esophagus or something like that. Mm. And, and part of me was like, wait, why is it, like, wait, why is it still hurt? Then like, oh, yeah, that's where the, uh, that's, that's where the esophagus goes. <clears throat> but, yeah, I mean... I do feel a little bit better knowing that it's not nearly as bad as I thought. Although I still feel like that, I still feel like I'm a ticking time bomb, and I'm just gonna immediately just gonna like fall keel over at any minute now. Gotcha. Like, for, like completely unprovoked or anything like that. And yeah, a lot of it is like a lot of my time has just been spent, you know at home because I'm a little bit paranoid that people are, that, you know, someone's going to be, you know, watching me or following me in case uh, someone thinks for even a second that I'm trying to defraud my uh, employer, which yeah, I, isn't the case, but don't tell them that. No, I, to I totally get that because, um, you know, I've seen TV shows like that, you know, where they're trailing the person who's just trying to get, you know, free money and all of that, you know? You know, but you know, my knee feels fine for the most part, and I start ther physical therapy on a Thursday, so there's that to look forward to. And I just want to, you know, knock it down and and uh, get through it until you know until the 17th when I get another when I get my appointment with the, uh, the I forget what the guy what, what he does, but he's like. For like sport, he like looks at like sports injuries and the like, for stuff like that. I, the type is just slipping my mind right now. I'm just like, ugh. Hmm. But yeah, the, the 17th is the earliest I'll know when I can go back to work, and it's just killing me inside. Well, on the plus side, I mean, you could be, you could do what I've been doing is slowly kind of cleaning up, you know, kind of make the place semi-habitable but when i think about it it's like i'm the only I've been doing one. a little yeah. bit of that yeah. but it's very slow moving because a lot of days i just end up feeling completely down and just like sitting there and just like stare out at nothing for who the hell knows how much how long on end i i know it doesn't sound very articulate but uh no i get that it's just things haven't really been good uh, the answer, the OX-75, am I getting the uh, Stone Cold-style knee brace? I don't know. I don't need to walk around with one as it is, but if they do make one of those knee braces that look like uh, cybernetic augmentations, I'll take it if I'm not paying for it. Stone Cold! Stone Cold! Stone Cold! And since, you know, it's a workman's comp, I won't be paying for it makes sense to me. Mako-chan, how was your week? How was your day? 
my week was meh, but my day was kind of awesome. We had our, uh, uh, I guess, yearly review, even though it's been more like 18 months. Mm. But uh, I got a raise. Nice. Yay, monies. Yeah. Uh, actually, it was a pretty decent raise, too. Um, mm. They're like, hey, you want two extra bucks? I said, yeah, I'll take two extra bucks. Oh, that's one way to keep people, you know, working, you know. That's how you minimize uh, turnover. Yeah, so, I mean, at least I know that they like me. They really like me. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I mean, that that's that's basically been um, my week and day. Uh, now I'm just... Uh, I did get my computer chair. I have not put it together yet. That is my next project. And then this weekend I will be uh, straightening up my room so I can get my chair in here. Okay. That's nice. So let, let me ask you this. How do you feel knowing that Damien has a new chair? <laughs> um, I'm very excited for the chair that Damien will be attempting to stay on. Um, <laughs> but I'm hoping that the chair is comfortable enough and doesn't screw up my back and I can actually, you know, use my computer a little bit more. Um, because I have not been able to actually do any computer gaming in a very long time. So I'm looking forward to, uh, you know, sit down and maybe actually do some gaming on, I don't know, um, Guild Wars or something. Mm hmm I know that feeling. I remember one time when I went to reinstall my reinstall Windows, I'm loading all my software. I'm just like, no, where's Guild Wars? Where's Guild Wars? All right. Uh, let me go to the website and log in. I'm like, what the hell did I do here? And I'm here trying to figure out how to retrieve my passwords and all that because I'm not dropping like another $30 and then, oh, here you go. That reminds me, I don't think I put Guild Wars back on here since you rebuilt the computer. Hmm. Oh, that's going to be fun. Oh, so many files. That's a lot of files to install. <laughs> uh, I just got to hope that I remember my damn password. Story of my life. I, I, look, as somebody that's in IT, and I've said it, you know, different password for everything. I'm one of those that rotates through five separate passwords that makes it easy for me. And I look at it this way. If you're going to rotate with five with five passwords across the board, enable two-factor authentication, or just get a password manager. Either or. I usually use the same passwords except that there are certain games mm -hmm. that require you to add extra bits and bobs into your password and it pisses me off because those are the ones I can never freaking remember I hear you I mean as it is I am pretty sure I know my Guild Wars 2 password but if I ever really wanted to get back onto the original Guild Wars games um, I, that's the one that I think I would have issue with. See, I don't think I have the original. I think I just have two. So I think you just have two. I mm -hmm. don't think you actually broke down and got the first one. Mm -mm. 
Koi, uh, long time no see. How you been, girl? Oh my god, my life. <laughs> well, how was your week? How was your day? How was your month? And how was your year? So, um, yeah, it's been a hot minute. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, today has been horrendous in the sense that it started out awesome and then people were dumb. And now Microsoft and I are going to get into a fist fight. Um, so, you know, it's, it's, it's fine. Everything's fine. And then uh, a week... Well, Sunday was good. Mm -hmm. uh, Monday got interesting because we literally had a dude beat the shit out of his kid in our office in front of everybody. Um, so that was awkward. And we learned Denver cops are stupid, as per usual. Uh, month, awesome. Because I got promoted. Yay. And now I train all of our security guards for our Denver branch. And do guard card compliance, which means I have to be nice to Denver, but I hate them at the same time. So it's a very <laughs> strange um, love-hate relationship going on there. Uh, yeah. And then uh, overall, um, it's been interesting. I, I, I mean... I, I did a boudoir photo shoot on, on Saturday. Nice. So that's different. I don't know if I'm still excited to see the photos yet or what's going to happen there. So how do you feel like you kind of stepped out of your like, Oh yeah. Cosplay circle, you know, you know, I mean, I've done modeling shoots before, but the last time I did one that was revealing, um, my father called me a whore, so <laughs> <sighs> that put some bad juju in the water. Um, but yeah, I definitely, I definitely, it was fun. It, it was, it was a lot of fun. It was just very different and I learned some new poses and gave myself a migraine because you have to pose using your neck in one weird way and oh God, it hurts so bad. <laughs> But I'm excited to see the photos. Um, they definitely, because I've gained weight, they've definitely, like, posed me in ways that made me feel more comfortable about my body. Well, that's good. So I, I got to give them kudos for that one. Um, but, yeah, it's it's uh, it's been a weird, weird year with all this good stuff. And then, of course, my mom, you guys know, is still sick. So. Mm -hmm. There is that. And how is she how is she doing overall? Okay. That's good. Um, all things considered, like I, I always tell people, uh, the the major thing is I basically on her bad days is dealing with a toddler. Mm. On her good days it's my mom. So if I go into it knowing that I have a lot more patience and understanding with it, but I'll just say glioblastoma is up. Uh, Bucker of a disease, especially for cancer. Holy shit. May no one ever have to go through it. And I have another friend that's going through it right now. Mm. So it's like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> the world needs to get its shit together. And so does Microsoft. Yes. Mm -hmm. Also, fuck cancer. Because like I mentioned some time back, I lost a friend to it about a month ago. But on the plus side, I have a friend who is near remission from, from his colon cancer. So Good. That's good. Yeah. And that's all we can do is keep learning from 
nasty ass diseases like cancer and hopefully we can continue helping people so mm-hmm. they can survive it definitely and also fuck microsoft <laughs> as a fo- I still can't access things fuck uh, microsoft <laughs> as a former employee of microsoft i understand <laughs> believe you me i understand if there's ever been a job where people get in your face because you work at Microsoft, it is that one. And I understand. So. Well, so my weekend day has been the same Oh, but I did treat myself to an early birthday gift. So I bought myself brand new Klipsch speakers. You can see the box right over there. So they, they've been on sale for $109 for a while. So I just threw it in my cart. And just put, and I have the Honey app, so it lets me know when the prices go down. It, it, one time the price dropped down to like $65. So I'm like, perfect. Then I noticed $23 shipping. I can wait. A week or so later, shows up for $89. Bucks. For, uh, all I had to do was pay for the tax. Perfect. <clears throat> so I got that, hooked it up, started playing music. Only one speaker played. Recheck the connections. Only one speaker plate. So, I double-checked the wiring. Come to find out, the left wiring on the subwoofer was busted. So, after dealing with Reddit, <coughs> Klipsch, and all of that, I go through Amazon, and they send me the replacement set. <coughs> I wire up that subwoofer. It's perfect. So, now, the other set is sitting over there. I just got to go over to one of those UPS drop-off places and... Send it on its merry little way. Um, that's basically has been it. Um, my normal shopping. Um, I finished um, Toradora. I don't. I didn't like how that ended, but I understand. But I started watching a new anime called Kabuki Cho Sherlock, and it's basically a fucked up version of Sherlock Holmes. It's everybody <laughs> is just fucking nuts and and the main character that gets them all the work is basically Eddie Izzard. <laughs> no no really. The dude shows up and he's wearing a dress they all the whole nine yards. It's it's basically Eddie Izzard. And I'm like this I love it. but the thing is I was not expecting the, I don't think this is gonna be like a dark because this takes place in Kabuki Cho, which is like a sketchy part of uh, somewhere in Tokyo. I can't remember off the top of my head. But after the first episode, I'm seeing how <clears throat> how mentally unstable and chaotic Sherlock is. I'm like, okay, let's see where this goes. So I'm like five or six episodes in, and it's pretty good for now. So so I will continue to. You're waiting watch for it. the other shoe to drop somewhere, aren't you? <laughs> right. I don't think I. I think in this one, the other shoe will just repeatedly drop, and you're not realizing it. This is one of those animes, mystery shows, where if you don't, if you blink, you're going to miss how the fuck he solves each case. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Bob Coffee just said, uh, "Kabuki chose uh, where the Yakuza games' main setting is based yep. on. They call it." Camarocho. 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 Yep. 
Yeah, I actually have all of almost all of the game, uh, Yakuza games, and they're good. So I actually need to get back into those. So and six came out, I think, just recently too. Yeah, and it's yeah, the Song of Life, and it's actually on sale now. You can catch it for anywhere between twenty nine and forty nine now. So. Oh okay. Yeah. Thank you, husband. Welcome. I interrupted your stream for booze. <laughs> <laughs> it's very important. <laughs> As you can see, some people, some some of us have pets. Some of us have family. Koi has an indentured slave, <laughs> which reminds me, I, I have to reactivate your your custom emotion. I, I I have to. I gotta go in and reactivate it. <laughs> already. Where is it? Uh, table service for Koi. Yep, I have to reactivate table service because I think I deactivated it temporarily. No, it's active. I it's just used it. Okay, good. Even better. <laughs> hey, 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 you know, it's happy hour somewhere. And we also ask that you, you will participate and drink responsibly. Anywho, housekeeping news. Uh, don't forget, every episode of Anime Jam Session is now on YouTube. Episodes go up uh, Thursday around 12 noon, give or take, if I remember to actually edit and put it in the queue. So definitely check that out. Uh, YouTube.com slash Anime Jam Session. There's a section called Podcast VODs. All episodes are there. Um, let's see what else we have here. And we have the countdown to episode 500. Still don't know what we're going to do, so we'll figure something out. We'll probably let y'all know the week prior what the plans are. Um, or we'll just make it up as we go along, yep. one or the other. And don't forget, um, as part of Voice of Geeks Network, they also have a shop for merch. Uh, we don't have anything up there yet, but we want you to support them as well. So head on over to shop.vognetwork.com and it'll redirect you to the shopping page. So definitely check that out. Buy a shirt, buy a mask, do some good. And also, and I've been waiting for this announcement to come down. Uh, next Saturday, um, we will be participating as a part of a 24-hour nonstop gaming stream. Nice. Yes. Uh, me and Mako-chan have been ha are participating with Michelle Knotts' one-year stream anniversary. So we're going to be hanging out, gaming, eating, maybe cool. some adult beverage. We don't know. But we're going to have a grand old time. So all the fun on that starts uh, Saturday, May 15th from 8 to 8. So come through. We'll be hosting for basically for the full 24 hours. So come on. Come through and hang out. So, hey. So, you know. I will be sleeping at some point. What? That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. I, I think I, I, I can sleep in shifts, okay? So. Well, that's what I was thinking. I figure if one of us are stuck up um, by ourselves, I also have Mario Odyssey, so I'm going to talk to her and see if she wants to maybe work that in for anybody that happens to be awake mm -hmm. by themselves. Yeah, and I'm also bringing my 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 SNES Classic and TurboGrafx 16 Mini just in case, so we can have some variety. So, let's see. That's it for our housekeeping. Um, Geek Roundtable. This is a part of the show where we talk about some cool geek stuff. So, so we're gonna share. So, what you got this week for us, Ari? Uh, today I have something else I had uh, ordered on. I, I backed on Kickstarter. Mm-hmm. 
this uh, graphic novel called Thirsty, Thirsty Sword Lesbians. So basically it's Utina unedited. <laughs> uh yeah it sounds like that i uh like i like as you see it's still in the original shrink wrap so i haven't read it yet uh, it, it actually came you know the same day as uh last week's thing but mm-hmm. uh you know i want to show off that more and uh here on the back here you can see the uh the makers of it evil hat good name for it by the way and nice. uh yeah, I'm sure it'll be good stuff all around. <laughs> Hello? Uh, no, we hear you. We hear you. Don't worry. And as you can see, Mako Chan's already ready for the weekend, so, you know. Uh, it's, yeah. And it's only yeah. Tuesday. It's, yeah, this it's was, the Tuesdayest uh, Friday ever. This was actually a late birthday gift from my mother. Um, It was really late in coming in, so she was like, uh, look, you know, when you go for your next tattoo, I'll just, you know, give you money for that. Mm-hmm. So right before I went to go get my tattoo, she's like, uh, by the way, your birthday gift came in. Um, so yeah, she got me uh, Sailor Moon themed shot glasses. I think that's awesome. That is like, awesome. I'm, I kind of want all of them. Not going to lie. Yeah, I have no idea where she got them. I think she found someplace uh, through Facebook. Um, I think I remember seeing a link for those a while back, but I didn't pull the trigger because I was like, I don't know, you know. But yeah, well, I mean, she she's been helping me actually to uh, stock my bar with some glassware, so uh, this was one of her contributions to that. Hmm. Now the question is, it's been established that uh, Usagi's a major lightweight. How would the others handle their alcohol? Oh, oh, Makoto's going to be good. Yeah, I was, I was about to say the same thing. Um, I, I think Minako would be a lightweight. Yes. I she would be slightly Ami, above Usagi. Slightly. Yeah, I think Ami yeah. would surprise the hell out of you. Yes. And I, I, I think I think Ray, just given that she has, you know, that whole fiery temper, I think that she would be a very mellow and lovable lush no That's i think she I would, would be the mean like, drunk I think imagine I like imagine haruka and M- makoto going Ooh. shot for shot against one another Ooh. how would that end actually. place your bets <laughs> how would that end Mm-mm. um i i see i i see sword fighting for some reason <laughs> <laughs> I would expect also Ray would turn into not only like the the lovable lush, but she'd be the super flirtatious. Because mm. she's not really normally, and that comes out because everybody has that little bit of personality quirk that appears and is escalated when they start drinking. Mm. Yeah, I, could see- I, I, could, I could see Ami as a very moody drunk. Oh, yeah, she'd be the moody drunk for sure. Ami would be the one who just like, while everyone passes out, she just calmly goes, thanks for the nightcap, everyone. (laughs) (laughs) I think if Haruka and Michiru start having shots, I think the the sense you'd be like, where did Haruka and Michiru, never mind. I I think, I think she is, uh, I I think uh, Michiru is a little bit too classy. Um, I, I think she would down a couple of bottles of wine, though. Mm. But I don't see her doing shots. 
unless it's like those fancy shots. I could see her doing like the fancier shots where it's meant to be more of a display. Yes. Okay. Now, what's interesting is that earlier today on um, what I think it was on Constellation 2021, I think we've all seen this picture of the Uranus cosplayer sitting there with the cigarette and the PBR. <laughs> Somebody photoshopped it and put on their trailer moon. <laughs> oh, my God. And I just read that thread, and it come to find out the original cosplayer isn't too fond of what everybody's assuming what the picture's about. The truth is that she was LARPing earlier in the day, and she was just done LARPing. And given that I've LARPed here and there, I don't blame her for having a, a drink and a smoke. I really don't. Yeah, I mean, that, that definitely looks like a very candid shot that somebody ended up taking. Yeah. And it's just gone completely away from where it should have gone that that's one of those times when you really should be asking if yep. somebody wants their picture taken mm -hmm. obviously if they are relaxing like that ask i'm i'm literally looking for a photo right now that i took uh oh of a sailor venus cosplayer um uh oh <laughs> Uh, we were, we were drunk. We were drunk. Um. Do I know this Venus cosplayer? Ataru. I don't know her. I probably uh, know of her. So, Ataru was dressed as Super Sailor Venus. Uh, or no, uh, Sarah Mew Sailor Venus. Okay. Uh, because, uh, Starlet Creations had us all get into those costumes. Mm-hmm. And... There, there was some booze involved, and I might have convinced her to run around with a box of Mike's Hard Lemonade. Oh. So I'm trying to find shit this. like that? Are you kidding me? Oh, I mean, but it was a case. It's a fucking case, oh, okay? Damn. So it was, um, it was... So uh, what's that, like four beers? Kind of. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Where did I put this? Because I know I kept this fucking photo because it was so stupid. I know I have it somewhere. I must find it now. It's going to happen. I have to find it. But I don't know where I put it. And then I'm going to find it in the dumbest place. <laughs> and then you're going to find a picture somewhere throughout the episode and be like, here it is. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> You'll just be like, what? Oh, God. It's gotta be in here. It's gotta be in here. Alright. I'm gonna find it. Alright. Well, I well, did just find the picture of um Vic Mangina and uh Michael Coleman with a box of alcohol. Lord. Before we continue, Coy, did you know that Vic's mom runs his fan club? What? <laughs> <laughs> Can mommy take care of him? Impeccable. Yes. Well, I mean, she's also one of the biggest ones that are, you know, against the people mm -hmm. against him. So I can just imagine him going, "Mommy, they're being mad. They're, they're being mean to me." In Mommy, that exact same tone of voice and words. Up. Mommy, I don't know what to do. All these people are so mean. You're gonna make me cry, Mommy. God can't save me now. <laughs> Therefore. 
basically she is the president of his fan club. <laughs> and that's how Akoi goes to hell. Um, <laughs> brought to you by that that that's what's sending you to hell. Uh, part of it. <laughs> oh God. I'm just I'm just sitting here going. I've heard her say a lot of other things. Everybody's like, uh, Koi, Koi, reevaluate that. Uh, just, 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 just a, just a cheeky thoughts about reevaluating that. Just a scotch. Just a scotch. Just a wee bit. And I think we freaked out Pinkensteins with with that tidbit of trivia. <laughs> Sorry. You learned it. You can't unlearn it. The things you learn here by participating with Anime Jam session, but um. Koi, what do you have for Geek Round Table? I see something awesome behind you that you've been working on on your stream. Oh, yeah. Um, so, for those who don't know, Koi is a cosplayer. Um, I have been working on Yennefer from The Witcher Ooh, for nice. almost a year now. Kill me. Um. <laughs> you do realize your Yennefer is going to probably be your magnum opus. Probably at this point. So I fell in love with the cage dress from the Netflix uh, first season. And I thought, huh, I bet that's easy to make. <laughs> Famous last words. I'm a dummy. <laughs> so that was a dumb mistake. Um, so yeah, I've been I've been working on it. I still have to rhinestone all these ribbons, and I have to build the cage sleeves. But uh, the bottom of the dress is almost done. The main part of the dress is basically done. I have a wig that's ready to be styled, and in the process, I also have a Jill Valentine costume. I still gotta try on and, and um, make sure it fits. Because apparently, I mm -hmm. like Resident Evil. Yeah. More than I thought. Mm -mm. So, are you one of those that's also worshiping um, Big Mommy Vampire? Ish, because we might be putting together a group oh, where shit. a certain um, Colorado Patty is going to be our 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 Mama Vampy, oh, and shit. a bunch of us in the waifus are going to be her daughters. Oh nice. shit. So we're, we're working on that. And then <sighs> I have a few more lined up, um, including another Maki cosplay. So it's it's been a lot of costumes and not enough fucking time. Mm. But this one's for you, Koi. I need it. Boop. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> that. <laughs> oh, you too. <laughs> it, so but for some reason, as I'm looking at this, I'm hearing the theme from Curb Your Enthusiasm as I look at this title. <laughs> uh, wrong, like wrong one. <laughs> I, I might, I might have to rip that and have that as a background track for that. But um, do it. We'll see. <laughs> now, I've been kind of falling into some geekery and stuff like that. I, I have 
a couple more figurines coming, but I realized, you know, I one thing that I've gotten a couple of weeks ago were some books. And one of them is a memoir written by a very good friend of mine. And when I show off this book, Mako might get a little salty. I, I already know what you're going to show off, and I am a little salty. Yes. Um, we have a mutual friend, Raheem Jarbo. Some of you know him as Mega Ran. He actually put out a memoir a while back, so I finally got Damn. around to picking it up. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's cool. And it sits right next to the uh, autobiography of Ice-T, so what does that tell you? <laughs> I have not yet started the book. I probably will this weekend since I do have some free time coming up. So as opposed to when I don't have free time, if y'all know that I haven't worked in about a year. So you know how that goes. But it is what it is, what it is. All right. Now that we got that out the way, we're going to get into tonight's topics. And the first one is Ari's going to take it away and talk about some Naruto street gear. Yeah, it's, look, huh, at least one of my articles made it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have Dressing Like Naruto with Lee Bear's Street Ninja Collection. <clears throat> uh, it's, uh, first, there was Bates' One Piece Capsule. Now, Lee Bear is dropping a collection directly inspired from the garments worn by the cast of Naruto. The Japanese streetwear labels goods and couple hosts of outerwear, shirts, pants, and accessories that tap into the Naruto universe. As seen in this f- official fan art, air quotes, <clears throat> created by Naruto and Shiver and Studio Hero of Naruto, Sasuke, Sakura, Kakashi, Shikamaru, and Itachi, Itachi wearing the pieces, and in the case of Sasuke and Kakashi, looking like they'd rather be anywhere else in the world. Mm. Uh, we have ultra high neck zip shirts, functional parkas, cargo pants, and technical crossbody bags are all labeled with appropriate verbiage like Uchiya Itachi for Naruto Shadow Rule to make source material especially clear. Loads of pockets and straps, even the hats feature an extra long closure at the rear, are both truly inspiration and generally useful, drawing from real to life military to realize. Libera's vision of street ninja style. So, uh, is the link in the chat? Okay. I and mean, Pinkin I... sounds like my old Naruto fan self is resurfacing for this. Uh, yeah, you're about to get hit with the uh, drip no jutsu. Uh, I mean, <laughs> I, I, I'm not. I'm gonna... sorry for saying that. No, it's not that. I, I ain't gonna lie, but. The um, I want to show you this one picture. The tactical pants. I would actually, I would actually wear those every single day because I like tactical pants. I, you know, that's my thing. Because if you don't know, I was in the military and I've gotten used to them. And besides, wants to lots of pockets. Yeah, cargo the, pants are comfy as hell pants. too. So I mean, that I like. That does look kind of nice. It reminds me too. Um, Coach put out a Naruto mm-hmm. based uh, set and a lot of that actually would go kind of well with this set so I'm sitting here like having a moment and a girl accessorizing I, I, I will say Did that they use uh, Naruto characters in their uh, ad campaign so ish they used more of symbolism because it was based off of 
I think it was it was a Jordan. Who was the guy that did it? Michael B. Jordan. Michael B. Jordan. Yes, we talked. Yeah, I remember we talked about that. That led the campaign, so he used a lot of um, more symbolism from Naruto and uh, what's his face? Because I suck and don't remember characters named Sasuke. Mm -hmm. So they didn't really have character-based stuff, but you could definitely feel the inspiration from it so i could see where they could accessorize really well with like the coach shoes and everything they did with like the clothing they did here too i was just thinking that drawing you know sakura Eno, and tamari and coach bags and stuff you know that would be a given i i would say if it came to actual clothing the only one of those ninjas i could see rocking a coach bag would probably be Eno. yeah yeah, she'd definitely be the uh, spoiled, bratty, top, like high-end, you know. Coach isn't that high-end. You know Don't what I mean. Don't let them she'd fool be... you. <laughs> she'd be they the, did, like, the, a Louis the Vuitton Gucci. <laughs> that would be more Eno. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but then I can see Tamari doing doing that, but she'd be like, well, only if it's on sale. And Shikamaru's like, whatever. <laughs> I mean, like, he is Naruto's right-hand man running the damn village, so you know he's making money, so. <laughs> <laughs> the tactical jacket, I, it does look kind of nice, though. The clothes look comfy, not gonna lie. It does. And yeah, they look big and baggy. They won't fit my ass, but, you know, worth a shot. Dude. I, I remember a couple of years back, I ordered the largest size Shikamaru cosplay. Still wouldn't fit me. And I said, fuck this. <laughs> does look nice. All right. Let's see. It's good clothes. Definitely. Good clothes. Now we're going to talk about an anime film that we have discussed here on many episodes uh demon slayer kibetsu no yaiba the movie mugen train and on a side note in case you didn't hear sony accidentally put the movie up for sale on the playstation store for for three hours for 12.99 so you know some people already seen this or distributed the movie so you know big ups to them for paying it forward but anywho in this case we're going to talk about the fact that this movie has done has done something in the u has done something no other japanese movie has done in the u.s in over 20 years basically it's become the highest grossing movie over a one single weekend basically last weekend it was number one. And you want to know what the number two film was that weekend too? Mortal Kombat. Fuck yeah. Which I had, yet, which I had yet to see. And I'm probably going to watch it this week. And I, I got to see what the big hubbubaloo is about. But, you know. Kano steals the show. He does. He holds up the whole movie. It's okay, though. Yeah. From my understanding, yeah, I've heard very mixed reviews on the movie. I, I'm hearing those who didn't like the film are the millennials, Gen Zs, who didn't play the original Mortal Kombat games or watch the original movie. So I'm like, yeah, your your opinions don't count. Good enough to warrant, to warrant rewriting the uh, backstory and history of 
several things in canon. Mm-hmm. That's how good it was. Yep. And then that sequel we don't talk about. Yeah, we don't it talk about good, it. it what is this sequel you speak of? I like the sequel. I actually like the TV show. I, uh, yeah, Which I like the, the TV animated show one a lot. or the live action? The live action. When I used to come action. on right after uh, Monday Nitro, so. I just, gotcha. I, I really like the sequel for the music. I might own that soundtrack. See, there's but nothing wrong with that. The soundtrack's great, but. That's what, that's what people said about the Street Fighter film. The movie was trash, but the soundtrack was amazing. Hey, hey, that movie was fantastic for one reason and one reason only. Raul Julia. Yes. Of course. You get paid. Perfection. Perfection is M. Bison. Okay, he's not as big and bulky as M. Bison should be, but come on now. That's, that's, that's the Raul alpha Julia. version of Bison. Mm-hmm. Where he was at his fullest power. Yeah. But, and that you know, was when he was dying ready. of fucking cancer. And that man still delivered a hands-down amazing performance. Damn right. I oh, I love him. Bless him. There, I think on HBO Max it was like a autobiography, not like, like a documentary about him. I gotta check that out. He's a cool dude. Mm-hmm. Like his, his whole story is oh, mm-hmm. perfection. <laughs> But here is something interesting. Now, as it says, this Mugen Train did beat out, became the number one film. It hasn't been done in 20 years. You want to know what the last film was that, that hit number one? Japanese anime film that hit number one? Which one? Pokemon, the first movie, Mewtwo Strikes Back. Damn, they're going way back, huh? <laughs> yeah, they are. <laughs> well, you got to think about it. Um, when, when Pokemon first came out... It was printing money for Game Freak, Nintendo, and everybody involved. So, of course, they're going to put this movie in theaters, and all the kids and us teenagers and young adults are going to go see this film so you know. (laughs) And then get their heart ripped out of their chest when Ash dies. We don't talk about that. I remember seeing that in theaters. I saw it three times. And I drove myself each time. I kind of I, I, I kind of bought the fan t- like um, box, so we got all the pay per view movies for free anyway. Mm-hmm. So I could just watch it whenever I want. I kind of bought the fan sub down in Chinatown, so you know. But yeah. <laughs> Damn. Damn fun. Yeah, I can remember. I think it was the second or third time I went to go see that movie. Mm-hmm. I went with a couple of friends. And somebody broke into my car that night. Oh. oh. Yeah, that was a sad night. What did they take? Um, my friend's boyfriend from out of state was coming to visit her. Mm -hmm. And he had, um, at that point, he had his PlayStation in the car and all of his clothes in the car and a bunch of CDs. Oof. Well, that's as harsh. No bueno. No good. Yeah. Well, let's move from something sad to something kind of stupid. <laughs> kind of. It involves Russia, so. Y- yeah. Yeah. Evidently, they're, they've put a ban on isekai anime. Which I can kind of get. There are some isekai animes that are just like, why were you even 
animated. You know, it was that bad. And for those that don't know what Isekai is, it's it's basically showing reincarnation. Mm-hmm. So, literally, Russia is banning anime that shows some form of reincarnation. But it is Russia. And you know Russia and religious uh, freedoms totally make sense, right? Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> yeah. This is why uh, you don't have a state-based religion, people. And yeah. they, they, they went after quite a few shows, it looks like. Mm-hmm. So, Zombieland Saga. Oh, God. Konosuba. That time I got reincarnated as a slime. Mm-hmm. Princess Lover and Nekopara. Now, now, the thing that had threw me off was Nekopara. Because I watched Nekopara. And I'm just like, did I miss something? You know? Well, you know, the thing is, I, I get if, like... If these were more serious shows, like, mm-hmm. obviously, we're trying to teach people about reincarnation and we're throwing this in your face and blah, 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 blah. Okay, fine. I get it. You're you're weirded out by it. But the fact that these are sh- anime TV shows, clearly not, they're more satirical in nature than anything, and they're still banning them. But it seems like in the fact that we've also... There's been soft bans, I guess, against mm-hmm. Death Note Naruto. Yeah. By people who are completely unfamiliar with the source material. Yep. But My... that's, that's a given. When they, people they just don't throw know, out some buzzwords and... Uh, they're like, eh. And drunk history-style, you know, summaries of plots. Mm-hmm. And uh, that, that constitutes a ban for whatever educational institution decides to put it forth. It's just, it's so silly. It like, is so okay, silly. Okay, so a kid runs airplane arm style down the, like, down the hallway. What are you going to do? Tackle him and break his arms? <laughs> I, 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 will, I will tell you this. In Jersey, maybe. I probably shouldn't have said that. See, I'll tell you this. Um, given these titles, I can understand where they're going with this. But I, I'll, at least, it could be worse. They could have targeted ReZero. That would have just solidified the case, and all of all Isekai anime would have been ban- per- would have gotten a perma ban. Okay, it would have been perma ban. Believe you well, me. If you watch ReZero, you'll understand. Well, and that's the thing is like, but it goes back to like Ari said. Mm-hmm. If people are not educated on the source material, they almost make those assumptions. Like I've had people only see the Sailor Moon manga mm-hmm. and start immediately, like, tweaking out because, oh my god, they're kind of naked. No, 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 here's here's one for you. When Sailor Moon Crystal was out, all the new Moonies that were triggered by a lot of stuff that was going on, and you could, and meanwhile, us older fans are like, yeah, okay. You could tell who read the manga and who did not. I and just, then there was me who's like, if you want to be, be triggered by Sailor Moon Crystal, go back to watching the original episodes and just look at the animation style before they fixed it. Mm-hmm. Then mm-hmm. you have the right to be triggered. Yeah. Oh, boy. The, uh... my, fa- my favorite thing was when people got upset that when 
Mamoru forced a kiss out of Usagi. And I'm just like, number one, this is a kind of the norm in Japan. Number two, go read the source material. Yep. Number three, see number two, you know. <laughs> Please refer back to part two, B. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's... Please reread this article. <laughs> yeah. there's, there's been a few times, like, I I recently sent out some old manga to some schools, but I had to sit back and evaluate, do I want to send this? Because it could be somebody takes us the wrong way. Mm-hmm. So at one point, I literally have um, this one called Angel Dust. It's a beautiful, beautiful manga, and it's a one-shot. But there is a, a bit of nudity because people transform yeah no biggie and it is implied that one of the angels in the story is in love with a human and they are both women and in japan people forget it's normal for girls to kiss girls Mm -hmm. it's not anything sexual it's a greeting it's a friend thing and a lot of countries do that yep see the french we're prudes in the u.s we immediately assume everything's sexualized. So I had to sit there and go, as much as I would love to share the story, because it does have real good connotation behind it about friendship and love, the moment someone sees the nudity and the moment they see two girls kissing and not necessarily romantic, it's more platonic, they're going to be like, you're trying to institute the homosexual agenda. You know what I see happening, Koi? You can sit there and explain Angel Dust, you know, the, the relationships and so forth. As soon as the fandom see two girls kiss, FedEx is right outside their front door, okay? <laughs> Let the shipping begin. Exactly! They, the fans will not care. They will not understand it's a friendship plutonic thing. They're, the fan art of the two girls getting it on is will, will appear within 10 minutes, okay? Oh yeah, the fanfic. If you don't believe me, uh, go go into the Love Live fandom. That's it. That's oh, all God. I can say. Yeah. That's all I can <laughs> say. Just remember, there's only one. There's only <laughs> one confirmed uh, couple. That's Nosy Ellie. Everybody else, not so much. But let's just say in that fandom, USPS, DHL. UPS and FedEx are driving, boating, flying, and dropping off shipping packages 24-7-365. She. Anywho, moving right along to another fandom which belongs to Mako. Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I... I was playing with Damien because he was snoring. <laughs> we didn't even hear him, so he could, so he wasn't that loud. So, well, I could hear him. <laughs> we might have phones, so yes, he was that loud. Mm. Um, so yeah, to celebrate fifty years of Lupin the Third, uh, we're getting some shirts. Nice. <clears throat> um, sorry, so... that's just deep brain. Hmm. Yeah, here, loop on the third, and you immediately go, loop on the third. I will say these shirts look amazing. Oh, yeah, I, I really, really, really want the Fujika one. Um, as Which part one? of this one year's celebration. Cel- the uh, martini glass? Hmm? 
there's she's on several of them. Well, no, like... I'm talking about the the first one when she's got the sword. Mm. Okay, when the uh, half open kimono. Uh, so, as part of this year's celebration, Home Company TMS Entertainment is offering a line of exclusive embroidered goods for Lupin the Third. Items include masks, arm shades, caps, and a series of embroidered shirts. T-shirts feature the Lupin the Third Part 5 logo with elaborate images of Lupin, Jigen, Goemon, and Fujiko on the back. Mm -hmm. um, I really, really like these shirts. Nice. <clears throat> um, also in the mix are embroidered polo shirts, including a peekaboo Fujiko, uh, which basically is uh, Fujiko naked with a card in front of her cutting off all of the naked bits. Good luck explaining that shirt at work. And then on the back of one of the cards is, again, the picture of her naked, but Lupin the Third goes across where... Like sensor bars. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's it's some really cool stuff, and I am really, really kind of wanting it. I'm looking through, and it looks like they have um, they have hats and everything like that. As well, um, I do kind of like the arm warmers, and I may need to see if I can find somebody that can grab me a pair. Um, the oh, website... Apparently, from the uh, website, Fujiko isn't naked under the... Uh, under yeah, the she's in a bikini. But, you know, it's still a nice visual. <laughs> yeah, I, I do kind of want the arm warmers. Um, I, I actually like to wear arm warmers. Um, but yeah, it looks like there are a crap ton of different designs for the shirts. Um, they are in uh, Japanese sizing. So when you go onto the site, you do have to be careful of that. But it is tmsshop.jp. And then from there, you can get into all of their uh, various things for uh, Lupin. And I, I, I really, really want this. Although I don't know that I want to spend $39 on some arm warmers. That's fair, but they'd be definitely unique and one of a kind. They True. better massage your arms as you wear them for 40 bucks. I mean, I, yeah, I mean, it's definitely obviously because you're paying for the licensing and all of that. Um, but at the same time, I could get one of the masks and I would enjoy that too. I I I am digging the hat, the um the ball caps, you know, those are cool. Yeah, the uh, uh which one is it? Uh the the Fujiko one with the uh with a card and the title and the sensor bar title things and the uh the Guillemon one, those are the ones I like the best. Though, uh, you know, like I said, I, I doubt any one of those will fit me. <laughs> I don't even think the largest size will fit me, okay? Mm -hmm. But Wait, I would, you, would you guys like a, like to hear something funny? Go for it. I've never seen Lupin. <gasps> Sadness! You need to watch it. Yes. You would love Fujiko. Yep. I probably would. I'm not going to well, lie. at least you didn't scream blasphemy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm like... Because <laughs> I think Squeak could play a pr pretty decent loop on. Oh God, mm. probably. Didn't I, I could, I could actually see that. Yeah, 
I could see that. Yeah, yeah. Look, I Getting just... him to cosplay anything other than Captain Mal is pretty difficult, not going to lie. <laughs> Look, all I need is the, the hat, and I can be Jigen, so, you know, I can do hey, that easily. Yeah. Plans for when we all reunite again. <laughs> <laughs> reunite it, and it feels so good. Ah, yeah. We're putting the band back together. And Koi's going to break all the electronics. Woohoo! But if we're putting <laughs> the band back together, does that mean we're on a mission from God again? Yes. Or Arceus, or whatever, or Vishnu, or whoever it is. I mean, that's true. <laughs> I, okay, I'm suddenly picturing that, that scene, you know, in, in the school, you know, it, the Blues Brothers, but it's Mario and Luigi, and the nun is Peach, and she's hitting them with the ruler, okay? <laughs> They're on a mission. They're on a mission from for the princess. <laughs> it's like, like, it's dark and we're wearing sunglasses. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> I think we might have to bring that back for the next con, my friend. The Super Blues Brothers. Yes. <laughs> love it. Love it. All right, and I think you're going to love this since the Japanese Health Ministry is posting uh, digital copies of the Cells at Work manga for free. Koi, tell them what's going on with that. So, Kodansha, wow, 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 wow. <laughs> Are you having bad Sailor Moon flashbacks? I can't talk anymore. I, I teach classes every day, and my lisp has returned, and now... There's a joke about saying supervisor to where I say soup is for. <laughs> it's, it's a thing, guys. It's a thing. Okay, anywho. Yeah. So, Kodansha announced on Wednesday that it and the Ministry of Health, Labor, and Welfare of Japan are posting the new coronavirus disease chapter and a brand new COVID-19 vaccine chapter from Akane Shimizu Cells at Work. Don't ask me to pronounce that in Japanese. I will... Fuck it up on so many levels. Hataraku Saibo. Perfect. Welcome. So, the manga is going to be in a motion comic format. Added sound effects like bam and pow. In Japanese, English, and Hindi. Okay. Japanese version of both chapters is already available. So, the original manga ended on January 26th with the new coronavirus disease chapter as its final chapter. While the COVID-19 vaccine chapter is an all-new chapter... Supervised by Shimizu and drawn by, oh God, Karimeku. Karimeku, thank you. Your words are hard. So, Kodansha and the Japanese International Cooperation Agency, everybody, just everybody, everybody got together and went, you know what? We're going to work. We're going to work together and launch this and make it amazing. So maybe people will feel a little bit better about this whole COVID bullshit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So uh, it looks like the first television anime actually uh, uh, anime of the original manga premiered in July 2018. I did not know that. Um, I've seen people cosplay and I don't even know this. <laughs> uh, second season premiered on January 9th alongside the anime of Cells at Work Code Black spinoff manga. So yeah, I mean good for them. Cool, At the I, same I... time, way to take take advantage of a very awkward strange situation in the world i guess 
In a way, but I will say this. There are doctors who have watched the anime and talked about how accurate the anime is, you know. So I, I think it's a good thing, you know, at least it's going to get people, you know, to take the vaccine. You yeah. Know? Well, and that's the thing is this is also good because a lot of people that watch anime, everybody automatically assumes kids. Mm-hmm. But it's not yeah. just kids. It's an entire population ranging anywhere from kids to full grown ass adults. Yep. And if that's the case, people are going to watch this and potentially get as oddly as it sounds, educated, like you said, Mm -hmm. with taking a vaccine or just knowing more about a disease because they sit there and take things that are legitimate and turn it into something a little more interesting than just science. Yep. Of course, the the classic argument of, uh, that's just for kids, and then you show them something like uh, Fist of the North Star or Bible Black or Brave of the Fireflies. Demon City Shinjuku. <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but that's the thing is this is a good way to get to people and definitely make them look kind of at the bigger picture in a more this sounds terrible, in a more fun way. Because it, it, this last year and a half, however, whatever you want to call it has been hellacious and Mm -hmm. maybe turning it into something that's kind of fun helps it relieves that stress level so i i i'm totally down for things like this that's smart it's not it's not a bad thing yeah i'll say this much coy you should definitely check out uh sales at work i think you'll absolutely love it you would make a pretty good killer t-cell was that the one that yaya cosplayed I have no idea. I don't follow Yaya Han. Because Yaya cosplayed one, and I went, that looks neat. What was the color of the outfit? If White. You, oh, she was probably macrophage. Okay. If, if she was carrying, like, a large knife or something like that, that's macrophage. Think of it as a white Lolita going, oh, my. I must kill these, these viruses and just beating it up, just killing it with a knife and blood Sounds all right. over the place. Sounds right, no. but I'll give her credit. It looked no, cool. I'm looking. At, I'm actually looking at this, and she was a uh, she was a white blood cell. Oh, oh, wait, wait, wait. you know what it is? Right. Wait, wait, okay. She was uh, the white blood cell from Cells at Work, Code Black. And yes. Code oh. Black, it's more reversed. The white blood cells are basically well endowed, running around with, with samurai swords, just fucking shit up. And I'm going to tell They're you well this black. now: Code Black is dark. Did you say well endowed? Yes. Oh yeah. If you watch well, cells at work, if you watch cells at work, code black. Yeah, but I'm going to tell you this. I I, I, I would highly recommend that you steer clear of code black. Seriously, steer clear of it. It's really dark and depressing. See, but I I like all of the above. Yeah, but I, well, okay. You have been warned. I hear kitty. <laughs> so I do we all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like kitty purse. Here's the happy kitty purse song just for Damien. <laughs> My kitty doesn't love me anymore. She's downstairs being a bitch. I was wondering where uh, Opalescence was. <laughs> We're going to see Damien walk in and just either sit on or knock over the shot glasses. Oh, God. <laughs> No, he's what too. What I la- think of y'all, Sailor Moon. Boof. 
<laughs> he, he's too lazy to do that, so. All right. Shall we uh, move on? Yep. And we'll get that. Now, when I first heard about this, I thought this was, I thought somebody was just messing around. Somebody was trolling, but no, this is actual thing. Yeah, so uh, WWE, you know them, uh, mm-hmm. their president and chief revenue officer, Nick Khan, revealed during a webcast of WWE's first quarter 2020 results on Thursday that it had, and this is a direct quote, sold a multi-episode anime series to Crunchyroll. Khan did not mention any other information about the work. He did proceed the announcement by saying, as we continue to expand WWE's brand beyond the ring, we remain focused on developing the slate of original programming from WWE Studio. And ANN tried to uh, reach out to them, but didn't get a comment from them. And when I, like, you know, because I just heard about this, you know, before coming into the show, I'm like, what? Because the first thing I thought about when I heard of WWE and anime together was that, uh, you know, WWE programs, at least Raw, get dubbed into Japanese. And the voice actor they get for Vince McMahon when he comes up is uh, a guy by the name of Norio Wakamoto. Mm-hmm. He's also done, he's primarily for a, known for villainous roles like uh, Cell, Emperor Charles, uh, Dracula in Castlevania series, oh. uh, uh, M. Bison from the Street Fighter games. Makes sense. So yeah, Vince Mc, Vincent Kennedy McMahon is a perfect, uh, you know, just right in there just perfectly within his wheelhouse as a megalomaniac and egomaniac and all that and i and i will say this two things number one i thought there was already a wwe anime it was called tiger mask w (laughs) and number that's a that's a puro resu not a i know i know and number two in the event they should ever do a live action my hero academia series or movie john cena as all might or nobody at all yeah but you won't be able to see him that's true but i will say if that's the case randy orton as endeavor i will not have it any other way so who's gonna make the cameo I'm just saying. <laughs> Wait, I, what? Well, I didn't even watch that. So, you know, I think the only Scooby-Doo cro- movie crossovers, but I, I think we only talk about here is the Supernatural one because Fuck. reasons. So, you yes. know. See? Oh, my God. Mm. <laughs> Supernatural. I came into it so late, but mm. yes. So, Mako Chan, how I many? I'm slightly obsessed with Supernatural. So, uh, Lately? so there might be a bro fist through the screen, just, just so you know. Just so, so um, Mako Chan, <laughs> how many times have you watched the series? Um, it depends on the season. Hell yeah, I have probably watched season one through seven, seven or eight times. Um, eight through ten probably three times and then 10 through 15 just once so uh, 
you you ready for a sad story? Hmm. Literally got into Supernatural for the last season. <gasps> Sadness. And I cried like a bitch with oh, that yeah. last episode. Literally squeaked sitting there going, It's okay. It's okay. Why are you crying like this? Because I just got into it. <laughs> and Pinkenstein says, I quit Supernatural years ago. I was obsessed a long time ago. Uh, fair warning, my friend. Between these two, you might end up getting pulled back into it. Well, and like, just when I... you think you're out, Mako and Koi pull you back in. Supernatural so, that, Mafia, what? That's the thing. Is like I literally got into it so last minute. And this is after I met Mark Shepard. He thought we were meeting him because of Supernatural, and I'm like, Firefly, my dude. <laughs> and he has a koi tattoo, um, just so you all know. He has a lot of tattoos. We had a very long discussion about koi tattoos, and he told me, you need to watch Supernatural. And I'm like, well, why? And he goes, well, I'm one of the characters in it. And I said, okay. <laughs> and he goes, no, you need to watch it. I think you'll really enjoy it. Guess who was my favorite fucking character? Crowley! God damn you, Mark Shepard. I love you, but god damn you. I haven't seen any of it, so I'm just kind of just smiling and nodding. Same here. I, I kind of avoided that that fandom. I'm like, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm I, glad I got again, into it later. Th th again, this is what happens when you and I derail the chat about wrestling. Yeah. I, I look I mean, at Supernatural as like right up there with One Piece, except yeah. for the except for the fact that I actually respect Supernatural. I, I can I can agree with that. I'm glad I got into it later. Um, I have like a friend who is hardcore obsessed, um, and I I'm glad I'm not on that level. But like, I I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I I thought towards the end I could tell why the series was ending because the writing started going downhill. You could you could definitely feel it. Yeah, they at, at some point I think they all just really wanted to do something else. Yeah. Which is why it was so quick for them to have other roles once it Harry, was all maybe done. Maybe if we tank the series, we can get on to better and better work soon. But I will tell you, Jensen Ackles look up him singing Simple Man. Mm. Oh, I I I have I I have his Even um I I have his CD. As you should. Pre-order. But I will tell everybody too. now, if you like the song Simple Man, Jensen Ackles, no matter what you think about him from Supernatural, whatever, oh my god, he did an amazing job. He it, he actually has is a, great. He has a really, really good voice. Yes. I've <laughs> I've actually been following Jensen since Days of Our Lives. <laughs> <laughs> I I there are a lot of series that I started watching just because he ended up being in it. That's fair. That's fair. And then there were a couple of series that I was watching that he ended up being in, and that made me even happier. Well, I think that's part of what happened with me and Buffy, is, like, I started watching Buffy, and then people would cameo in other series, and it's like, huh, because that's how I got into Firefly. <laughs> so, you know, it's not bad. It's not bad. It's not a bad thing. Okay, now that we do derailed everything. Completely we'll let you guys derailed. get back on track. This is the easiest way to bring everything back on track. Since Koi loves Firefly so much, we should tell her about the real version of Firefly called Outlaw Star and Cowboy Bebop. They're both good. Yes. <laughs> She's not wrong. Yeah. 
But how many people can say they have cosplayed Firefly for their engagement photo? <laughs> well, depending well, on what community you go to, probably a lot of people could. But uh, no, 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 no. The fact that you said that, Koi, you do know what today is, right? Yeah. For those of you who don't know, when Koi got married, she walked down the aisle to the Imperial Star Trooper theme. Okay. And I'm sitting there, I'm like, wait, why is it? Oh my god! <laughs> Our first dance was to Family Guy's version of I've Had the Time of My Life. <laughs> You're Never welcome. Never seen a wedding go from an S rank to a Z rank in the blink of an eye. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's still got the S rank because... This was the only wedding I've ever been to where the groom was keeping up with everybody when it came to shots, and I'm just like, I, 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 I think I'm, I'm, I'm about to be outclassed here, you know. And we also played Thunder, so mm -hmm. if no one's ever played Thunder. Uh, From ACDC. Uh huh. I know the song. Yeah. But there was yes. no Bon Jovi. We did not. Ha I do like Bon Jovi, but we did not go there. Um, so <laughs> the song Thunder came on every time the word thunder is said in a circle of friends. You're supposed to drink and go down the line every time the word thunder is said. Well, everybody was slow to the uptake. So here's the bride with a bottle of champagne just doing this as thunder is being played until everybody joined in. <laughs> Yeah. So, yeah, our wedding was very geeky. And this is why we love you, Koi. <laughs> and I can officially say I couldn't have been there. I did invite Captain Mal to our wedding, and he declined, which was fine. But we forgive him. At least he actually said, I'm sorry, I cannot attend. <laughs> that would have been fucking amazing if he did. Oh, God, I probably would have been like, <laughs> pass out. <laughs> I'm going home with him tonight. Bye. Hi. Excuse me. Nathan Fillion's here. I'll, I'll see you all in a few. And this is where I walk over to Squeak and been like, well, whose idea was it to invite him? He'd be like, as long as I get to hear about it. <laughs> hear, watch, whatever. Film, you know, whatever. It is, it, that is my husband. Anywho, <laughs> back on topic. I don't know how we can get back on topic from that. Okay. <laughs> yeah. What was the original topic? I think we're. Moving on. I think we're, we're on. Meanwhile in Japan. Japan, this is the part of the show where <laughs> we talk about interesting articles coming out of Japan, and there is a one in four chance that whatever Michael Chan put down will crack one of us. So. I'm going to take the uh, train otaku fight, so. I'll take the last one. Mm hmm. Uh, whatever you want, Mako. I'll take the la I'll take whatever. I'll take the lingerie one because I'm already laughing. <laughs> okay. Oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> And, and, and as Ari just said, we went from talking about WWE dubbed in Japanese to wanting to watch Captain Mal F your bride. Well, you know. <laughs> well, look, I, I look at it this way. At least you have a tape to sell, and that could 
put you in the double digits, you know? I mean, I had a Michael Rooker grab my butt. I had Captain Mal tell me I looked nice. I, I think I'm in the right boat. Mm-hmm. I'm in the right boat. Anywho. <laughs> <laughs> God. Meanwhile in Japan. Yes. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start laughing just from the picture alone. Mm-hmm. I'm five. Panties. Uh, hands panties stolen from man. In Nagoya by male-female team of thieves. Large amount of cheap lingerie pilfered. By most metrics, crime levels are very low in Japan. Unfortunately, though, panty theft isn't unheard of. And so, ordinarily, someone getting arrested for stealing panties wouldn't be all that noteworthy in and of itself. However... An incident that took place in Nagoya was nothing but ordinary, even by Japanese panty theft standards. God damn it, Hapazai. Last week, the police arrested 25-year-old Kokimori, say that 10 times fast, <laughs> for breaking into a home in Moriyama Ward, the same part of the city in which Mori lives. After gaining entry, Mori made off with 34 pairs of panties. What a haul. One might expect that Maury's crime was a result of his infatuation with a woman who lived in the house, but according to police reports, the sole occupant of the home is a 37-year-old man. In another unexpected twist, Maury's accomplice in pulling off the panty raid, who has also been arrested, is a woman in her 20s. The burglary happened back in November, but it wasn't until last week that investigators arrested Maury and his partner in crime. There is no mistake that they entered the home and stole panties and other items, said Maury. And a search of his home turned up some 170 stolen items. It's unclear whether Maury knew that there was a treasure trove of panties inside the man's house, either for his personal use, decorative purposes, or perhaps for guests. Oh, Lord. Or if he had already decided to stop. having over. Right. Robbed the place and just happened to come across and decided to snag a few dozen pair of panties during the heist. Austin, oh god, uh, 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 words are hard. Austin, ostensibly. Thank you. Welcome. <laughs> the panties will be returned to their rightful owner once they've, they're no longer needed as evidence in the case. It's likely, though, that after several months in the thief's possession, the owner would rather just replace the lingerie, especially since, according to police estimates, the total market value of the 34 pairs of panties is a mere 4,500 yen. So they're especially used. Probably. I'm just saying. 45 pairs for that much? Bro, just go on OnlyFans. Jesus Christ. <laughs> no, I'm just I'm just kind of surprised at the price because when I when you walk by Victoria's Secret and you're like, th- you see the sign says three for 20, you know, and it's like, well then. And the material, and the panties have about as much material as one of my socks. At this, at this point, you're just paying for the name. It, well, yeah, and not only much. that, just go to fucking Vicky. Don't do this. Don't 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 listen to Koi. But you could go to Vicky's. You could shoplift, get away with a bunch, sell them on the black market, or OnlyFans. Say you wore them when you really didn't. I'm just I'm just saying, make out <laughs> like a madman. It's it's a thing. 
It's a thing. Uh, yeah, and and let me throw this in there for for the, for on the technical aspect. And one of the groups I'm in, one of the guys was upset that some girl who's a streamer, OnlyFans, whatever, one of her fans bought her three very expensive NVIDIA 3060, 3080 video cards. These things are hard to get your hands on. I'm talking... Yeah, they are. You're probably paying like a grand per... He was pissed off that she got three of these video cards. I'm like, look, maybe the dude had a hookup. Maybe he has six figures. Long story short, she has three video cards and you don't. And a friend of mine was saying something about this. I'm like, look, Put it on your wish list. Somebody w- will buy it for you. May not be right now, but they will. Don't hate the player. Hate the game. <laughs> oh, Can God. definitely attest to that. Mm-hmm. All right. Next up, a kid that wants to be a dragon. Yeah. <clears throat> They're called furries. <laughs> and I don't. Well, dragons don't have fur. Well, they're called. On that kids, I think they're called scalies. Close enough. Uh, yeah. So, <clears throat> when asked what you want to be when you grow up, grow up, a lot of Japanese bo- Japanese boys will answer with soccer player. Mm-hmm. Uh, still, when. <clears throat> This particular seven-year-old's uh, this particular son, who is seven years old, uh, he wrote down, "I want to be a soccer player," and his father goes, "Is that really what you want to be?" So the kid replies, "Not really. At first, I wrote, I want to become a dragon, but the teacher told me to change it to something else." How dare! Mm. Uh, <clears throat> the father, though, who is a psychology professor by trade, didn't think any correction was necessary. And in support of his son's free-thinking tendencies, tweeted, Dad is rooting for you to become a dragon. Good job, Dad. Mm-hmm. It's a sweet show of support and likely born out of the logical conclusion that if a kid is still young enough that he wants to be a dragon, he's probably also several years away from having to decide on a career. And still has plenty of time before he needs to start weighing more realistic options. <clears throat> several months later, the boy, who's now eight... Um, has moved on to a more feasible career goal. Sort of. Um, So he's decided now that he doesn't want to be a dragon. He wants to be a pharmacist. (laughs) Um, And that's, you know, great. That's admirable. That's practical. However, his son goes, I want to make medicine that will make everyone happy. And what kind of medicine makes people happy? Medicine that raises their defense stat and stuff. (laughs) Um, so say, now he's so now now he's going to fight against dragons. Mm. <laughs> like medicine that makes everyone happy. Oh, he's opening up a dispensary. <laughs> uh, so with Girl Scout cookies online, right next door. Yeah, quotes from online. Uh, buffs are important in life. Sure. Uh, I think your son will one day be the bearer of a magic crystal. <laughs> it's really sophisticated how he wants to have a role where he supports other people. 
It might not be the exact kind of medicine he's imagining, but if he becomes a doctor, he could work with medicines that boost the immune system. Mm. Um, of course, being only eight means that the son may very well change his mind again before he has to take any significant steps towards his new ambition. Still, there's nothing wrong with dreaming big when you're a kid, and no doubt his dad will be watching with loving care if and when it's time for him to start turning his fantasies into reality. And I like this one because let kids freaking be kids. Mm-hmm. Right? Right? It's, it, it, uh, come on. If you want to be a dragon, then be a dragon. Don't grow out of it. I, some people don't. And they take that idea and go, I want to be a dragon. And they end up becoming a costumer. Or they end up becoming somebody that works in, you know, the the animation department yep. and field. Or you an know, artist and, who just makes gangbuster selling commission to furries. I can't say much. That's I want to be a, val- <laughs> a ballerina veterinarian, and I never got anywhere with that. I wanted to be a marine biologist until I realized that I get really, really bad seasick. Oh. <laughs> so, so, so that was the end of my marine biology career. <laughs> <laughs> Right off the end of a boat. Well, it is what it is. <laughs> there was a time where I wanted to be a lawyer, but then I realized I can't argue worth a shit, so why why bother? I mean, I can argue, but not like that. I'm like, yeah, no, you ain't winning this case with me. I'm going into another field of work. So. Or you would have flipped the, t- the table on the other guy. <laughs> I like that quest buster. Probably. I want to be a dragon. Years later in anime studio, I now make the dragons. <laughs> he makes the dragon maid. <laughs> Love it. I'm I'm okay with that. Now, there have been times I have taken the subway to work and I have seen fights break out. I've a couple of times I've had to help not push somebody off a train for acting dumb and so forth. But when you live in New York City, it, it's kind of become a way of life, you know. So it is what it is. But in this case with a train otaku. Oh, Lord. Oh, boy. Yes. One is in custody and the other has a fractured skull. Oh, damn. So what happened on 25th of April, there was tensions amongst photographing train otakus. And I've seen Japanese trains. They're pretty, you know. They're known as toretsus. So things between these two toretsus went pretty far and they started fighting. One had a serious head injury. And the other is in custody for the actual assault. This happened on the platform of the JR Nishi Kawaguchi Station in Kawaguchi City, Saitama Prefecture. About 10 train enthusiasts were trying to take pictures of the approaching train because it was on a limited run to the Ashikaga Flower Park in Tochigi Prefecture for its annual Wisteria Festival. Nice. So what happened then was... The 19-year-old suspect took issue with the place as a junior high school student was standing to take his own picture and he told him to move. Now, 
as somebody who goes to cosplay photo shoots, there's a whole bunch of us, and sometimes we kind of have to move to the left, move to, just kind of get good shots, but if somebody's cameras, and we kind of let them, can you adjust? That's cool. We have not gotten into any fights yet, but if that were to happen, I am probably going to kick somebody right in the head if they damage my camera because it's quite expensive. But when I mean, the, that's fair. Yes. Mm-hmm. Now, when when the nineteen year old told the junior high school student to kind of move over, he was like, "No," and the suspect started to shove him and threaten him. Now, it's not the best place to engage in such behaviors because. You're not the only ones with cameras at the moment, because think about it. You're about to pick a fight with somebody, and there's a bunch of other trained photographers taking pictures. So, so one of the junior high school students that was there turned the camera on these two having to fight, and then, boom, it happened. They had an altercation, and the suspect struck the boy, and he fell to the ground and fractured his skull. The suspect got freaked out, and he ran. And he wasn't the only one. He was with companions. If it was me, I'd been like, no, I, I'm not with I'm not, I'm not with Right. I'd be like, mm-hmm. I'm out. <laughs> now, the same day, the news of the assault was widely reported, and the video that the victim took began to circulate on social media. And a few days later, the suspect was spotted by an employee of Nishi Kawaguchi Station and turned over to the police. The suspect said he was on his way to turn himself in at the time because he saw all the coverage and knew he could not hide. But he denied the charges against him, telling the police, I didn't intend to knock him down. Which I do get. There are those times where you get in the heat of the moment and the shove is a little bit harder than a normal shove. But then you got those who actually mean to to knock, knock some sense into you, you know. But while the lack of intent may help his case, netizens were more concerned that his age would ultimately let him off the hook. Although the age of adulthood will be lowered from 20 to 18, next year the 19 year old company employee is technically a minor so it will affect his processing and his criminal record in the future and netizens have basically said the fact that he's 19 is the most depressing part if it's his birthday soon can't they hold off till then he basically said he would have kept hiding if he weren't on the news isn't that intent to obstruct the police investigation at least he'll be fired what 19 is still a minor and here's the most outlandish one. It's time to just outlaw photography trains. Nothing good comes of it. Wow. I know. The incident certainly They're, they're not going to stop until someone actually gets run over by a train. Mm. Well, and I'm sitting here going, I've never realized Japan is has such a different uh, law for minors. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that that if you're 20 years or younger, you're basically a minor. It's interesting. I know. I learned something new. The more you know. <laughs> now, the incident certainly hasn't done anything to endear the general public to Toretsu. In fact, not a single comment expressed such surprise that an assault happened among its members of this community. Oh, good lord, that sounds like the cosplay community in a fucking nutshell. Oh, shit. No shit. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. That cosplayer did what? Well, we're not surprised, so you know. This is quite a surprise face. <laughs> and that's all I have to say about that. Right. Mm. 
but it's a shame because the hobby in of itself is quite charming and can lead to some really magical moments. But sadly, it may take restrictions from either the government or train companies to help bring it back to the state before things got even worse. Oh my lord. Or people could use some fucking common sense. Common Let's sense? Do. What's that? I know. Hmm. That's the sad part. It's so rare, it's a superpower. Mm -hmm. Hey, I have another superpower. I kill electronics, I have common sense, and I heal fast. Okay, Wolverine. Or in this case, X-23. I feel like I'm getting there. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so uh, last one's mine. Yup. <laughs> so, uh, in a Japanese city, you're never very far from a vending machine or a convenience store. Those who are both thirsty and savvy will skip them and head for a supermarket where the price of individual drinks are much cheaper. But even a price at a supermarket in Yokohama's Isogo Ward apparently weren't low enough for one 19-year-old shopper. Instead of buying anything, he'd said just steal a drink last Tuesday night, showing off a towel for multitasking. He decided to add assault to his list of crimes by punching a 54-year-old security guard in the face after he spotted the theft and confronted the man about it. He was near, helpless nearby in the form of a 17-year-old high school girl who had been on her way home and heard the commotion and came to the rescue. When a shoplifter you know, tried checking her off, the schoolgirl's 18-year-old male companion chased him down, caught up to the shoplifter, put him in a headlock, and just knee-struck him until he, the police arrived and arrested the shoplifter. Mm. The teens have been issued a letter of commendation from the Kanagawa Prefectural Police's Isogo Precinct, and it turns out there's a reason for the 18-year-old's combat prowess. He was able to put his experience from nine years of studying karate to use. Nice. And he was glad he was able to help with the arrest. So yeah, good for him. And uh, maybe it's just me, but like the way the article was, you know, was, you know, titled, I thought yeah. like, I thought the girl herself was the, uh, the one training karate who beat the crap out of the guy, which yeah. would have been just great and funny. But and it's I'm still sitting there like, how dare you punch a 54-year-old man in the face just because he's like, don't steal that. And, this, and then you yeah, find... my job. <laughs> and this is where you find out that the, the karate girl is the protagonist of the new anime. Right. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Are we done here? I think we are. Yep. Sounds good. I think it's time for us to pack it up and get out of here. Oh, boy. Well, Koi, I'm glad you joined us tonight. It's been a long time. And only one issue. That's a new record. Well, I know. Technically, one issue for, for Ranma, and then there was Koi's issues. But we still two. made it work one way or another. It was just two. <laughs> <laughs> so if you like the show tell a friend they in turn will tell another friend and so on and so forth we're independent bloggers independent podcasters we do this for the fun of it so we're going to tell you what we like and don't like so if you have any questions about the show drop us a line at podcast at animejamsession.com again that is podcast at animejamsession.com we're here to believe you and don't forget to check out our website at AnimeJamSession.com where we post our weekly podcasts, anime reviews, cosplayer tips and tricks, cosplayer interviews. If you want to be interviewed, talk to Koi. She will hook you up. 
and we also have editorials, so much more at AnimeJamSession.com. And if you're listening, if you want to share the word on podcasting, go for it. Anime Jam Session, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, any app that you use for podcasting, you'll find us there. And follow us on social media, YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook, Anime Jam Session right across the board. You'll see cosplay coverage, convention photos, uh, convention videos, articles, when we're going live, and so much more. And we appreciate the tips, the sharing, the hosting, everything. There's links down below if you want to throw a few dollars towards us. You don't have to, but it's appreciated. And all that money goes into keeping the show going. And we're going to go around the room. Last words, Ari. Koi, it was nice to see you again. You need to come by more often. I'll try. I promise. <laughs> Last words, Mako-chan. I'm going to attempt to get a uh, seven-hour nap, considering the time now. Last words, Koi. I promise I will try not to fuck everything up. <laughs> <laughs> My last words, um, I have two tubs of ice cream in the fridge and, uh, and waffle cones. You know where my mind is headed, so that is it. End of list. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode. Uh, Koi may be back next week. We don't know. She'll pop in and out as she feels. Um, Wild Spice will be joining us in a couple of weeks, and Ichigo will be back soon, so until things get back to normal, this is how it's going to be, so... I'm Ranma. I'm Ari. I'm Mako-chan. And I'm a pain in the ass. <laughs> <laughs> That's besides the point. Yeah. <laughs> great fight, great night. See you next week. Good night, everybody. Night. Say good night, Mako-chan. Good night, Mako-chan. Perfect. Awesome. We're out of here. See you all next week. has been a production of Anime Jam Session and AJS Productions. No fanboys and fangirls were hurt, maimed, shot, electrocuted, or pistol whipped in this episode. For now. The views, opinions, and thoughts expressioned on the show do not reflect the staff or the network as a whole. But we're still right, damn it! For transcripts of this episode, start typing. Check us out at AnimeJamSession.com and VogNetwork.com for more information about us and other programming. Jamatane!